Sherrard from the Sherrard Show. We're here live on location at Flying Carpet Studios here in Redondo Beach. I'm so excited. We have a very special show. The iconic Frida Payne is going to be stopping by, talking about her new single as well, as well as her book. I'm so excited. And we have two very special guests, as actually Alan Hart from the Gap Band will be stopping by as well. So we're so excited. We're trending right now on Pure Essence Television. Just click on a link that's on your monitor now, and you can see the greatest interviews and episodes of your life. And then also you can ask me questions and have questions to ask to our lovely guests as well. I'm Sherard. Buckle up. We're about to have a good time. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sherrard Show. I am your host, Sherrard, here at Flying Carpet Studios in Redondo Beach for a very special Saturday episode entitled My Story, My Life, featuring the iconic Frida Payne. You know, I'm so excited because she's been on many episodes of the show, and she always has things going on, and she always is known for bringing the house down. And she's here uh, fresh off of her performance um, just the night before, as well as talking about her book, her single, as well as her CD. Uh, Frida, how are you and where? what have you been up to since the last time you've been on the show? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's see, where do I begin to tell the story of the last two years or three years? <laughs> well, okay, 2020, I, um, well, 2019, uh, I recorded an album, a CD rather, and it was comprised of, we did four different duets with four iconic artists, that being Johnny Mathis, and then Kenny Lattimore, and then D.D. Bridgewater, and Kurt Elling. And so and then I put a, uh, one of my uh, performances, you know, that as well. It was done with Big Band at Capitol Studios, Studio A, the same studio that Frank Sinatra recorded in and Nat King Cole recorded in. As a matter of fact, when I was signed to Capitol back in the 70s, I recorded in that studio as well. And then I recorded there in 2013. I did an album on a label called Mac Avenue, which is a jazz, it's a jazz label, a very prominent jazz label, by the way. And it came out in 2014, and I recorded in that same studio, Studio A at Capitol in Hollywood, and because uh, that was a big band thing we did as well. So uh, it, it's sort of like, welcome back. I felt like I was, I said, welcome back home. So the name of, the title of the album is Let There Be Love. And Let There Be Love is the duet I did with Kenny Lattimore. It's really nice. You um, know, you know, um, Frida is so big time. Now, for you all who are um, young, you know, you were born before uh, or after the 70s or even after the 80s. You probably don't not aware of her big hits from the beginning and starting with um, Band of Gold. But then also um, Bring the Boys Home and so many others. She's also a wonderful actress. You've seen her in the clumps. Um, Nutty Professor had me fallen out. We were talking about that right, a, a moment know. ago as well. But Frida, you've also worked with some of the most legendary people. As a matter of fact, you also opened with Sam Cooke back in the 60s. Is that correct? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to. That's the truth, Ruth. <laughs> you know, you gotta, I OK, I opened for Sam Cooke. Uh, in Atlantic City, it was around 63, 64, and this was at Club Harlem. Anybody that knows the history of Atlantic City, you know about Club Harlem. It was on Kentucky Avenue, and the owner of the club was a guy named, we called him Pops. He was already, I think, in his 80s, and anyway, 
uh, they ha always had like a big headliner like Sammy Davis Jr., who I worked with also yes, many correct. times. And uh, they had uh, uh, different artists, Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, and I was on that show with Mar I opened, you know, for Marvin Gaye and uh, people like that. So I had a good, I had a, an interesting time back in the 60s. Now, now and we're going to talk more in a segue in your book because it covers a lot of that as well. Um, and her book, you can get a check out on your monitor, um, her, her story um, on your monitor. We're going to talk more about that in a second. But now, Frida, what is what was the industry like back then when you say 63, 64, all the way till 2022? What, is the, what was the industry Whoa. like? Well, well, right now, there, there was no real comparison from the 60s compared to now, 2022. First of all, we didn't have any pandemic, you know, or anything like that in the 60s. Um we did have, there were people, well, you did have the flu. Occasionally somebody would get the flu and that was like having a real bad cold with, with chills and a fever. But uh, as far as the entertainment industry was concerned, oh God, it was so much more different. It, there were more clubs. There were more entertainment venues. Uh, there was a lot, the, the, the crime in the, in, the, uh, in the cities wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. I mean, you still had the drugs, but it wasn't as bad as as it became later on. And uh, you had, uh, I think people were more into like religion as well. Uh, nowadays, I think especially younger people, they're kind of like pulling away from it, you know. And then at the same time, you have those who are go going, adrifting, are being pulled towards it. And then there are those who are being disillusioned. You know, so you have that two thing yin and yang going on. Now, now, um, singers back then really um, didn't walk around with security like they do now. Also, was that something that was? Um, it just I kind of never was because like, you get big names like yourself, Sam Cooke, Lou Rawls, uh, Jackie Wilson. They really weren't known for having security. Is that correct? Not well. You're right. I think you're right. They, you know what they had? They had their agents, the agent and the manager, and maybe they may have like. Uh, let's say their side a sidekick or somebody like that or their followers you know their groupies the groupies <laughs> the groupies <laughs> that was they were the security but nowadays it's the groupies that the that the uh entertainers are like trying to you know you know guard themselves from because sometimes the groupies get overzealous and nowadays you don't know what somebody's going to do sometimes uh, a groupie will try to they become mentally obsessed and crazy and they want to like harm you or something, or they want to break into your home. That is correct. You know, and do. Yeah. I mean, that's like somebody that's got mental problems, and they're and seems like with the atmosphere that we're in today, it seems like people who have a little bit of mental problem, it's becoming exacerbated because of what's going on. Right. People are like, you see, people acting out more than what you used to. You know, people trying to, you know, being upset about something, trying to start a fight, you know, over the mask. Mm -hmm. You know, just, we that see that it on true. the news. That you is know? so true. But, you know, Frida, if you go all look at your monitor, um, this is back in, I believe, 1971, where you're on Soul Train um, yeah. performing the Band of Gold. You were getting down. Look how stunning she looked, ladies and gentlemen, there, <laughs> and getting down like nobody's business. Now, what was it like performing on Soul Train back in 1971? Oh, it was it was wonderful. It was like I have arrived. It's like when I got on Soul Train 
And then also, um, uh, when I got on Dick Clark's American Bandstand, that was, because see, so American Bandstand came before Soul Train. And American Bandstand, when Dick Clark established that idiom in TV, and so, when, but when Soul Train came, when, when, um, Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius, yeah, mm -hmm. Don Cornelius, when he came along, now he came out of Chicago. Mm -hmm. Now, before Soul Train started uh, being being televised in California and L.A., it was in Chicago because that's where he was from. I was on one of the shows in Chicago before they went to uh, L.A. Right, right. And so uh, Don Cornelius was, was simply taking advantage of the fact that, hey, there are a lot of... Uh, Black fans out there, you know, like a whole lot. You oh, know? It, it was a runaway hit. It now, was a runaway hit. Now, yeah. now, now, Frida, um, what was it like? Okay, now American Bandstand for you all who who um weren't born then or don't remember it. When I was growing up, American Bandstand came on on Saturdays. It came on on Saturday mornings at about uh after the cartoons went off about noon. Um, it may have been different in the '60s, but what was it like for you to be an American bandstand, which was uh, enormous accomplishment for any artist? Well, being that I was an African American artist, okay, you got to mention that uh, you didn't see as many African American artists on American Bandstand as you saw on Soul Train, and uh, I think Soul Train gave us more of a venue uh, outlet to be exposed on more of a uh, wide open, uh, it was more wide open, you know, you, you saw more uh, uh, black artists, R&B artists, R&B. Now American Bandstand, it was more pop artists. Mm -hmm. Now the, he had like the Gladys Knights and he may have had the Four Tops or the Temptations on there as well, and Diana, the Supremes, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but uh, you didn't see a lot of black artists on a consistent basis. So when I got booked to go on American Bandstand, I have to admit, I felt like I have really made it. Yes, that's you know? incredible because that's so true. You it's know? like I did when I did the Ed Sullivan show, and then America, and then American Bandstand with Dick Clark. I said, "Okay, I have finally made it." <laughs> I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was back in this. This was 1970, <laughs> 71. You know, around there. So we're going way back. Yes, and you know, back then, um, seeing a black person on television was everything stopped. You knew you had to sit there and leave everything, but just <laughs> be right there to watch, you know, Frida Payne, Sam Cooke, Jackie Wilson, um, Marvin Gaye, you know, uh, Smokey Robinson. That was front page news. Yeah, the Supreme. Hey, wait a minute. Now, let's uh, case in point, Oprah Winfrey. Remember when she uh, would talk about Diana Ross, how when she was a, a teenager and watching, have, watching TV back in Mississippi, out on TV, and then when the Ed Sullivan show was on, and then these three little three, you know, girls from Detroit called the Supremes came on, and she would say, "Hey, come on, come on, everybody, come and look, colored people on TV, colored people on TV." <laughs> I swear to God, that's what, that's how people, that's how we were. You know, it was like when a black person was on TV, either it be Ed Sullivan or like uh, Sidney Poitier mm -hmm. in a movie, like, oh, look at Sidney Poitier. Oh, wow, he's he's doing that move. Look at him, you know. Like, yeah, but yes, it was absolutely. He's one of us. <laughs> and, and the thing is that, uh, now for those who are, who just joined us, we are speaking to the iconic Frida Payne, um, who's been in the industry many, many years, has done some of the greatest things, and she's still relevant here in 2022. But when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to talk about her book, 
And who is her sister? I'm Sherard. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, have you all heard the news? There is this new television network on Roku that is showing the coolest and classiest shows around from hit talk shows, sitcoms, films, and even documentaries. One of my favorite personal shows on the network is The Sherrard Show. This show is hosted by way cool TV host Sherrard, and he features some of the biggest and brightest stars in the industries of fashion, entertainment, and of course, music. Here is a list of just some of the few people that have appeared on his show. Les Brown, Joe Montega, Melissa Manchester, Tommy Davidson, Tina Knowles, Michael Colliar, Tiffany, The Supremes, and of course, yours truly. And for this month only, you can air your own content on the channel for just $24.95 a month. So check out what everybody's been talking about. Download Pure Essence Television for Roku today. Also, it's available on Apple and Android devices. Pure Essence Television, fashionable, entertaining television. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sherrard Show. I'm your host, Sherrard, having a fabulous time um, speaking to the lovely Frida Payne, um, one of my favorite artists of all time. But one thing that makes it so special is that your songs just touch my soul. You know, uh, the band of gold, when you uh, first, that became a hit, your mm -hmm. life was never the same. Is that correct? No, it wasn't. It changed everything. It made, first of all, my money, my price went up, you know. <laughs> and uh, But then with that, there were more dividend. There were more things to pay. You know, your all your expenses got bigger. You know, and uh, uh, that's everything is relative. But you know, one thing that's funny though is some of the biggest hits, like Al Green with "Let's Stay Together," are songs when he first saw it. He said, "I don't like this song. I don't think it's going to be a hit." He sang it and became a hit. Was that how you felt with "Band of Gold"? A little bit, because when I first read the um, the lyrics, and when it got to "But That Night and a Honeymoon." On our honeymoon, we stayed in separate rooms. I questioned, I said, wait a minute, that's kind of, isn't that kind of like infantile? Isn't that kind of like adolescent? Like, um, why would a woman get married and on our honeymoon uh, stay in separate rooms? What's what's up with that? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make it, I said, it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Why would you sleep in separate rooms and you just got married? And so, the theory is that either she was frigid or he was, you know, maybe a little on the other side, mm -hmm. a little gay, and just <laughs> couldn't make up his mind whether he wanted wow. to get involved or he, he, whether he was feeling it or not. Mm -hmm. And some people like to think that it was the guy. But then uh, one of the writers uh, told me once, he said, no, it was the girl. It was the girl. It was all about her, you know, and then he left. And then she's like regretting it and saying, if you were still here with me, you know, since you've been gone, you know, she wants him back. That's a be such a beautiful song. Um, again, you're going to be able to uh, hear it um, at the end of the show as well. But speaking of great songs, um, due to her staying uh, so relevant and so busy, you also have another hit song. I have trending. a song that uh, I did with a guy named Mike, Michael Sutton. He is a songwriter, producer, artist himself. He was formerly with Motown, and he's got his own label. It's called The Sound of L.A., and uh, about just a, like a, almost a few weeks ago, three or four or four weeks ago, we went in the studio, and I heard this song. I First, I heard it, and it, and it was done originally by Anissa, a lady named Anissa Bujawi, and I heard, and that's his wife, by the way. 
and I heard it one time and I said, oh, I love the track. I love this track. And I told Mike and he said, well, maybe we can do something similar. I can do something similar for you. And then Anissa said, oh, no, let Frida, she can do it. I don't mind. And so I did it. And boom, voila. And she's actually going to do it tonight here mm -hmm. on the Sherrod Show. We're so excited uh, for her. And this song is so smooth. It's like you're just in a convertible. You're just kind of going down PCH. Yeah. And you're just lounging with someone you love. I mean, my goodness. Frida. You can Look. be roller skating. You know. <laughs> You can be you can be, be a slow groove. Oh, it's know? a it's a bad song, but you all gonna yeah. be privileged to hear it. But before we get to the performance, Frida, where can your fans be able to keep up with you and all of your tour dates and things you oh, have going on? Just go to uh, uh, FridaPayne.com, www.FridaPayne.com, and everything is there. My you know my schedule, my my past events, my future events, and uh, everything is there. Oh, and contact information. She's a, she's a, is beautiful on the outside as she is on the inside. Frida, thank you so much again for stopping by the Shabbat Show. And thank you for inviting me. She's awesome and wonderful. Giving flowers to her while she's still with us. We really appreciate it. When we come back from our commercial break, we're going to hear Just to Be With You. Nothing in this world is gonna steal what's in 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sherrard Show. I am your host, Sherrard. Hope you did not miss the last segment. We had the wonderful Frida Payne on the show talking about her life as well as her story. Make sure you purchase her Well, well, we have a special treat for you, ladies and gentlemen. We have a gentleman who's toured all around the world. He's played with the best. And he's also uh, one of the founding members of the Gap Band. And he's sitting here. He's making great music. You hear him in the background with the guitar. And he stopped by the Sherrard Show for the first time. Mr. Alan Hart, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing, Sherrard? Mighty good great to see to meet you, sir. Thank you, sir. How you doing? And, you know, I'd like to say I appreciate the honor of you guys, you know, taking the time out with me. Uh, your busy schedules. Not a problem. My sir. schedule's no problem. You know, it's busy too. But uh, you know, when you're doing situations and have opportunities like this, you know, when you can grasp the immediate moment, and that makes it the most important. You know, of how that situations can occur. As though, like you guys had a show and everything, uh, Sherrod. Uh, you know, uh, that's the way these environments resolve. Amen. And, and I love how um, you've, been yes, making, you've been making great music, ladies and gentlemen, for the last 30 minutes, sitting on the piano. Look at your monitor. He's doing some great music on the piano. Now he has the guitar. This man has worked with the best, and he's ultra gifted. Now, Alan, tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get started in the music industry? Sure. You know, uh, as I shared before in the past in my history of being documented, I shared that it was based off of my dad, you know, um, he's from Mississippi and my mom. And of course, I'm their kid, right, Sherrod? So with that being said, how things went about that I came about to even touch instruments or be on them was my dad. He was a bass player. He was a musician himself, as well as a skilled mechanic technician and many other sources of building houses and stuff. So I learned all that stuff as well. Coming up as a baby, not a teenager, young guys. And so, Sherrod, so yeah, it, so it had an influence and impact on me that I had yet not realized. And the situation is, is that, you know, as I am matured, supposed to be, as I am now, it, I can really reflect upon the, the years that I had as a child where I learned high skill uh, situations and, you know, from my dad and, and uh, his, his brothers and other people around the environment. Now, your dad, play, your dad played with some of the best, like Muddy Water. Sure. Yeah, my dad was a bass player. Uh, well, it still is, but he, he just passed away recently. And so, yeah, he was a bass player that played with uh, Muddy Waters, Jimmy Reed, Staple Singers, Highland Wolf. And, you know, uh, man, Jimmy Reed, or if I forgot anybody, we know the blues sector. Uh, right, Sherrard? Yeah, so, so if anything I could say is that being under that type of influence, that had a real great impact upon myself, you know, not even knowing consciously as a child that I would even ever touch an instrument. Because mm. believe me, instruments was not my first passion. What was your first passion? Cars and trains <laughs> and airplanes. That's you sound like me. I, I'm a, I love uh, model cars, uh, sure. airplanes, and I love trains. As a matter of fact, you come to my house, you see I have the whole layout of Chicago. I recreated really? Chicago. Got planes flying, all that stuff. But, yeah, sure. so. It, it was a hobby. Exactly. An inspiration, you know, that you can create an environment, you know, with models. That is correct. So I always wanted to work for the railroad <laughs> since a child or build houses. Well, Alan's actually sure. from uh, Chicago, so he's actually from Chicago. You said the Robert Taylor home, the Robert Taylor Project, fifty one thirty five South Federal Eighth uh, Floor. And one of the one of the um, other gentlemen I like that often frequent the Sherrod show, 
um, who's also from Robert Taylor, is Michael Collier. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my best buddy. Yeah, comedian Michael Collier. <laughs> Michael so, Collier, yeah. Small world as well. We were in the studio together uh, just not too long ago. Well, a couple years would be a little bit. Mm -hmm. right. Just for us. Yeah, he's a frequent um, on the Shiraz show as well. But um, he's a great friend of mine. But the the, the thing that we want to do is um, California is, chop and all of us. Yes, sir. Just just we'll listen. Get there. Just listen to some great music. Um, I we'll do a couple of sets. Um, so sure. tell us what are you gonna play for us? Well, you know, being a, mu a creative musician in this in this realm, uh, Sherrod, here's the situation. It's it's to leave all of the zone. Being inspirational, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, the audience out there to the, to the uh, podcast, and appreciate you for representing the situation here with Brother Sherrod. And, and I'm honored to be with with the situation, to be recorded. I'm short of words. I'm not that much on words. But, yeah, it's an honor to you know for us to be available to share knowledge as best as possible, especially with me, um, that... It can be spread and pass it on, and that everything would be okay. Uh, how do you feel about that, Sherrod? I feel great about it, Alan, and I would love to. The audience is waiting. They would love to hear some great tunes from you, something that's going to, you know, relax them on this Saturday. Okay, Saturday that sounds evening. good. That sounds good to me, Sherrod. Now, now uh, what I would like to express as well is that in these types of situations, ladies and gentlemen, there is a situation where I'm just me, you are just you, and you can't be nobody else. And remember this, ladies and gentlemen, and Sherrod, and let the audience know this again, you can only be yourself. There we go. Okay? There we go. That's why this show is possible and made possible to be for, your, for the viewers to support and acknowledge that there are situations that are real that can support your ideologies of what you think, your endeavors, and everything that you have possible that you can create. Your mind is free. So one of the elements of music is that it makes your mind free. So I'm, I'm going to make an attempt to Sherrod to do some demonstrations. Now, I'm going to be fumbling around because I haven't played guitar. I started playing at the age of four years old. Okay. Take playing your time. Bass. Take your time. Oh, is that okay? That's all right, Doc. That's all right. And I'm just being honest, guys. And if anybody out there in the listening audience uh, cannot comprehend my realness, I got my J.B. Hunt. Work, work shirt on. I'm a certified mechanic. I do construction. Oh, yeah, I grew up there. You ain't going up coming out by the Mississippi woods and not do that. Picking <laughs> cotton. I picked cotton in 1967. Mercy, mercy. Oh, yeah, just for the heck of it. I was three years old in, in the cotton fields in Mississippi. Yazoo. Yazoo County. But, but anyway, back to the music thing and the whole entertainment world and being a musician. Here's the situation, Sherrod. Um... How I would choose to express it is that it's unorthodox. Okay, folks out there listening, it's unorthodox. You know, everybody has a creative element inside their environment of their existence. So the situation is, is like, how do you reach that? So thanks to outlets and platforms, as Brother Sherrod has provided for the situation, well, now we have platforms to reach out to each other and support each other that can be great creative entities in this environment of today's existence. As far as what I'm saying, if that's too deep for some, um, you're an engineer. You like to draw. You draw Bugs Bunny cartoons. Okay, you drew a new uh, design for a grand piano. I'm, getting, I'm sharing examples, you know, 
of create, you have a new design for a new engine that come out. You have a new design for electric vehicles that's coming in the process where they're trying to transition from fossil fuels to help the environment, should I say? Is that, would I, am I politically correct on that? Yeah, yeah, sure. And, uh, excuse me, I'm, not, I'm just trying to get this out for the viewers and listeners and stuff, you know. And we appreciate all you guys' support. Don't forget to subscribe and acknowledge that, hey, hit that like button. Hey, hit the love button if you can. That's right. Download the Pure Essence app on your iOS device as well as your Android. And make sure you download it to iHeartRadio. And I want you to take it away because the audience is, is saying, let this man do his thing. Right. I'm stepping out the way. Okay. Well, Sharon, stay by me because I'm going to share with you and speak with you while we're in this process. Um, I was four years old. I was three years old. I was two years old when Muddy Waters, Jimmy Reed, Howlin' Wolf, and everyone was in downstairs in the basements of Chicago. And my dad was rehearsing with them. So I never thought, tried to pursue music. I like, again, I refresh. I like trains, cars, airplanes, models, and all that stuff. Because I wanted to work for the railroad, particularly Burlington Northern or Santa Fe. That was the inspiration of me as a child to do that or be designed racing engines. We'll get to that later. Huh? Snuck that in there, huh? But so the, here's the facts about the situation is, coming out of Chicago out the projects of Robert Taylor's 5135 South Federal A Street, uh, in, in the uh, city of Chicago, and uh, most people can relate to that situation if they're from Chicago or experience Chicago. It's a very situation that I would love for our, our people to really come together in the city of Chicago. Uh, I played Mayor Burns, um, boy, big festival thing. My memory's short right now, but it's been many moons ago, but that's okay. But lay back and listen to, to what I'm sharing with you how this all got started musically. Now, here's the thing. I'm sitting there, I'm a child, I'm a baby still in Pampers, but I'm watching my dad in the basements of Chicago with Muddy Waters, Jimmy Reed, Howlin' Wolf, and all of them. Um, how I became acquainted with the instruments is that I seen them execute their abilities on the instrument, and so I tried to emulate what they were doing on the instruments themselves. So. I seen my dad do something on guitar, and he's a bass player. He went like this. Okay, that's one of the particular, you know, specific blues riffs, okay? And then, then you resolve it, okay? We'll get to that later, guys, in another, another feature of the video with Brother Sherrod, okay? So, but now, I, I'm, I'm going to give you an example of rawness, okay? I don't sing, but here you go. Once you do that. And for the uh, ones that know, that's from the one to the five. I'm gonna change the keys, hold on. Yeah, that's better, it's better feel for me because I ain't been playing the guitar in years. Say you rock me, baby. Say you rock me all night long. And now you rock me, baby. That's where I'll be all night long. 
that's the way I'll be there. I expect you'll be right there beside me. So now, with that being said, that's how I used to listen to them play, you know, when I was four and uh, three years old. So as I grew to four years old, I, tr I tried to pick up the instruments, and I did successfully without getting spanked to get a chance to execute what I've seen them do. And that's why I'm able to play it. Now, I haven't played, touched the guitar in over 20 years, Okay. So, but the, the point is, and remember this, folks, the point is that you just specifically, for the inspirations, the beginners, the, the experience, always remember, you got it. It's just take your time. And that'll be in the song, and now your career starts. Now, Trevor Shirai. Love it, love Thank it, love it. Thank you for taking the time with me. We really appreciate that. Um, That's just a little insight. It's so much. That's just a little insight, guys. This is from a legend, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, uh, Alan, so much for stopping by the Sherrod Show. We are going to have another um, interview with him when he has more time. And sure. we actually have more time. He can give us a great lesson like he just did, even on sure. the piano. Yeah. And may I add something to this? Uh, I'd like to add something to this with uh, Brother Sherrod. Um, with that being said, what you just said... Um, there are some things that I would like to come back on your show and be on if you. I'd be honored if you allow me. Would you? Would you please do that? Yes, sir. We really appreciate that so much. That was the introduction. That'd be so much from um, Alan Hart from the Gap Band. And next time he's on the show, make sure you bring your your, your guitar. Yeah. So he can be able to show you these things. And I'm gonna bring my guitar, ladies and, and gentlemen. And I teach tuning too. Oh my goodness. And so. how to deal with stress strings. <laughs> But nevertheless, I like to give homage to my all my people, Shaka Khan, Tony Maiden Rufus, uh, Mark Wood, Lakeside, uh, oh God, all the way down to Prince Sheely, um, Ohio players, uh, Sugarfoot, uh, oh God, Lord, the list goes on, the list goes on. We really okay. appreciate that so much. Um, for it, and, and we, thank you for allowing me to share that with the with, with anytime, our audience out here. Anytime, Alan, and, sure. and, and thank you so and much. Thank you guys for even taking time out for my stutter and everything. Thank you, Mike. Well, we love um, showcasing gifted people like this, um, and also we give thanks, special thanks to my crew and my team, uh, Mr. Mark Walker, one of the biggest Cub fans you ever want to meet, as well as the lovely Frida Payne. My editor Lacey, oh, as we well just as my assistant, and I just got to jam as well. So we still have one little that. element just oh. to know, even though I'm on guitar. Is that okay with you, Sherrod? Can we take it to the piano? Yes, let's go ahead and take a quick thing. Get a close get out about the show. Two seconds of, of the piano. Make sure you subscribe to us. player right now. Oh. I went from the guitar to the keyboard. My favorite artist back in the day. Okay. Awesome stuff, Josh. Yeah. I'm curious. Take it away. I have to study classical, I taught myself classical.
Wow, wow, wow. Is it okay? Oh, that was phenomenal. I just heard it. Wasn't that kid? Smart. Absolutely. <laughs>